Coming up on 5-Minute News. US exchanges harsh words with Russia over Ukraine. California governor to dismantle nation's largest death row. And judge rejects plea agreement by killers of Armored Arbery. It's Tuesday, February 1. I'm Anthony Davis. Russia yesterday accused the West of whipping up tensions over Ukraine and said the US had brought pure Nazis to power in Kiev as the UN Secretary Council held a stormy debate on Moscow's troop build-up near its southern neighbour. US Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield said that Russia's growing military force of more than 100,000 troops along Ukraine's borders was the largest mobilization in Europe in decades, adding that there has been a spike in cyber attacks and Russian disinformation. They are attempting, without any factual basis, to paint Ukraine and Western countries as the aggressors to fabricate a pretext for attack, she said. The harsh exchanges in the Security Council came as Moscow lost an attempt to block the meeting and reflected the gulf between the two nuclear powers. It was the first open session where all protagonists in the Ukraine crisis spoke publicly, even though the UN's most powerful body took no action. In naval exercises in the Black Sea which started last week, a Ukrainian envoy said the Russians had deployed frigates, battleships, missile ships, assault landing ships and minesweepers. Another six battleships from Russia's northern fleet were reported to have entered the Mediterranean on Monday. It was reported that the vessels were carrying 60 tanks and more than 1,500 soldiers. The warships are currently navigating in the Sicilian Channel under aerial surveillance from NATO planes. The governor of California, who three years ago placed a moratorium on executions, is now moving to dismantle the United States' largest death row by moving all condemned inmates to other prisons within two years. The goal is to turn the section at San Quentin State Prison into a positive healing environment. Gavin Newsom said on Monday it's an outgrowth of his opposition to what he believes is a deeply flawed system, one that gets my blood boiling. The prospect of your ending up on death row has more to do with your wealth and race than it does your guilt or innocence, he said. We talk about justice, we preach about justice, but as a nation, we don't practice it on death row. California, which last carried out an execution in 2006, is one of 28 states that maintain death rows along with the US government, according to the Death Penalty Information Center. While other states, like Illinois, have abolished executions, California is merging its condemned inmates into the general prison population, with no expectation that any will face execution any time in the near future. Oregon similarly transferred its much smaller condemned population to other inmate housing two years ago. Newsom imposed a moratorium on executions in 2019 and shut down the state's execution chamber at San Quentin, north of San Francisco. Now, his administration is turning on its head a 2016 voter-approved initiative intended to expedite executions by capitalizing on one provision that allows inmates to be moved off death row. 
A judge in Georgia has rejected plea agreements reached between federal prosecutors and two of the three white men convicted of murdering Armand Arbery, saying she was not willing to be bound to the 30-year federal prison sentence set in the agreement. The unusual decision by U.S. District Judge Lisa Wood came after Travis McMichael, one of the three attackers due to face trial next week on federal hate crime charges, admitted for the first time that he had pursued the 25-year-old black man because of his race. The decision means the parties must either return to court with a more acceptable deal when the hearing resumes on Friday or prepare next week for a trial. McMichael had appeared in the U.S. District Court in Brunswick, Georgia, in an attempt to change his plea to guilty, admitting to a charge of using a gun in his attempts to apprehend Arbery because of his race and colour, resulting in Arbery's death. His father, Gregory McMichael, had also been due to change his plea to guilty as part of an agreement at a subsequent hearing on Monday over the objections of Arbery's relatives, who successfully begged Wood not to accept the deals. The McMichaels have already faced trial at the state level when they were convicted of murder last November in a court in Brunswick, alongside their neighbour William Bryan, and sentenced to life in prison. In rejecting the federal agreement, Wood acknowledged emotional testimony on Monday by Arbery's mother, Wanda Cooper-Jones, and other relatives, who begged the judge not to accept the deal. They said they were alarmed that prosecutors had agreed to recommend McMichael be transferred to a federal prison for 30 years before returning him to the custody of the Georgia prison system for the rest of his life. Federal prisons are generally perceived as less brutal environments than typical state prisons. Granting these men their preferred conditions of confinement will defeat me. It gives them one last chance to spit in my face after murdering my son, Cooper Jones told the court. The state of Georgia already gave these men exactly what they deserve. Please leave it that way. Assistant U.S. Attorney Tara Lyons said the government had repeatedly consulted with Arbery's family and that they had previously not opposed an agreement as the best way to ensure that the McMichaels would admit race played a role in their crimes and give up their right to appeal a federal conviction. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, 
please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.